Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is... Just say Bardell. Bardell. <laughs> uh, and this is flipping and Mashing. I, every time... You want to come up with something I want to come funny. up with something yeah. fun. And, uh, and it just blinks. It like... Uh, <laughs> it just freezes. I, I do blink. <laughs> Um, we hey, have a lot to no, talk about hey, today. You, okay, we're going to crack. We're gonna no, no, no. You are getting way out of uh, our I'm routine. Excited. I'm excited. We have a lot to talk about today. We are on episode 32. Yes. Yes, we are. We almost have a lot of episodes. Oh, my God. He's freezing up. He's just like, you need a defrag for a second. <laughs> Here's the problem. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't done like a – we used to do every week, and now we're like once a month. Yes. Well, we did. Actually, this is our second one in January, yeah. but it'll probably release in February. <laughs> probably Way to go, Steve. Sometime yeah, in the next six months when it's not valuable anymore. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I have not played pinball since Vegas. Oh, really? I've only been fixing. Well, I have played some We'll pinball. save that for the pinball segment. Yeah, it sounds good. No, you have played pinball. That's part of the story here that we're going to be talking about. Is you went oh, to Chris's place. I forgot I went to Chris's house. Yes, his incredibly huge Jesus. pinball arcade. That guy needs to buy more. <laughs> I mean, why only have 26? You need to have more. We'll, we'll save that for the pinball segment. We need to get back on um, our routine track, and that means that we have to crack uh, a drink. Yes, and it's like noon, so we haven't started drinking beer yet. But we have energy drinks. We could. I mean, there's no one here. We could probably just start drinking beer. But we'll, let's just do energy drinks. All right, no. so what do you got in front of you? This is a Red Bull, because that's what we had in the work for it. <laughs> I gave you the option of having one of these cool new uh, game fuels. Have you tried one of these yet? Yeah, I had one. You gave me one, and then it hurt my throat because of my food allergies. So that's I'm assuming right. there's soy in there. So this was the drink that I wanted to bring on uh, last week. They have four different flavors, but Mountain Dew came out with a new uh, gamer-inspired drink called Game Fuel. And it's I know a lot of you are thinking, well, I've already had Game Fuel. This is a... <laughs> A mismarketing Yeah, Steve, problem. what does this mean? Exactly. So Game Fuel was a flavor for a long time, for like almost a decade probably, that only shows up every now and then for like a new game release. They Wait, released Game is Fuel. That, okay, so it's Mountain Dew. Correct. What was that flavor? Was it from Mountain Dew? Yes. Uh, Mountain Dew made it. What it is is it's Tahitian treat. It's Tahitian treat mixed with Mountain Dew. I figured out the correct... Mixture. Oh, so you're at Taco Bell just freaking pushing buttons. Well, no, Taco Bell doesn't have Tahitian treat, you know. Oh. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I'm a Taco Bell noob. I'll admit it. Uh, but uh, the mixture is um, the majority is uh, Mountain Dew and then enough Tahitian treat to change the color. And that's it. That's all it is. That is game fuel. But that would release with like big game releases like Halo 3 or Black Ops 3, stuff, you know, or Black Ops 2, I guess, stuff like that. Well, now they made a brand new drink or I guess series of drinks called Game Fuel that are energy drinks that are a little bit smoother. Well, they're not, I, I don't know if they're full energy. Well, yeah, they are. I was going to say they're not energy, but they have enough caffeine. It's about 80 grams. Yeah. A serving. I mean, I would consider them energy drinks. I mean, they market themselves. Well, as- here's, it is an energy drink because it's actually AMP. Yeah, good point. Which Mountain Dew makes AMP, but now they've like consolidated it down to Mountain Dew AMP Game Fuel. But like Mountain Dew AMP is small. And I wonder if they shut down AMP in the process. Well, it wasn't probably wasn't selling that well. I can't imagine it was. But it has a cool like grippy side like for your thumbs. Like, no, like, no, no, no. But the coolest easy. thing is the way you open the can yeah. and, and the way you can close the can. Right. So it's a fancy top here. The only it, part I hate. It's going to pop like a son of a bitch. 
okay. is that it sprays kind of the mist like crazy. Yeah. And if you... I know you're wiping it all over my chair. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, <laughs> if you shake it slightly, uh, it compounds the energy significantly more than I've ever seen a pop can do it. So well, it wants to... You do get excited, so you're probably shaking it by accident. It wants to just blow up nonstop. But what is cool about it is, since I have a little one-year-old who wants to drink everything that is not his, I can just close it, and he knocks it over, it doesn't spill. It's been tested several times. <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> well, the funny thing is they even have a tutorial on the side of the can to show you how to open it. Right. Well, it is a little confusing when you first look at it. Like, well, how do I even open this? Well, yeah, if you were from, you know, 1801. No, I mean, it, you look at it, it is slightly... I would consider it confusing. Well, you were from 1801. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you still pull up, but it's on the back, which is still still the same as a standard pop tab. Yeah, um, but then it slides, it pulls up, then slides back. This plastic piece slides back, and then you can then slide it forward again and click it down in the back to then close it. Yep. Um, it definitely costs a little more for them to make this, I think, but I think being able to um, close it is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not as carbonated as other other drinks. Oh, really? I, I guess I don't really remember. Yeah, so it's a little more smooth. Oh yeah, because it's more like kind of it's like, like an aged whiskey. <laughs> like, like Mountain Dew is smooth. It's not real. Are you kidding me? It's sugary. Uh, how how? It's not like Seven Up. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Seven oh, Up has got tons of bubbles in it. Like a lot of poppers in your mouth. Yeah, like a lot of poppers. <laughs> just 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 popping your <laughs> way down your throat. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, it's not well. Sparkling water. A lot of them are overly carbonated. So I usually shake them and then open them and kind of let it gas out, or I just open them and let them sit for a while so that the bubbles can pop. I uh, do the same thing. It's too, I like way the too carbonated. Of like those sparkling waters, but I don't want all the bubbles. It's too much pop poppers in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it almost hurts. It almost mega hurts. Uh, there, I like their advertising here. It says it promotes uh, alertness, accuracy, and uh, it's vitamins A and B. So this accuracy. It should say something like, Twin joystick mayhem. Exactly. It takes control of your thumbs and lets you flip and mash that much faster. All right. Well, that that is enough of game fuel and us talking about the energy drinks. Let's move on to... Sorry, I, I keep having to go to my other computer and click next on... Uh, I bought the Munsters TV series oh, bundle on Amazon, and I'm ripping them to... to files so i can put them on a usb stick and plug them into my dvd player smart so that i never have to change discs i love physical media so i have to own like a music cd or a movie mm-hmm. but i rip them because i hate having to stick them in to the DVD. like uh for this it's 10 discs or more so if i have to switch excuse me if i have to switch discs while i want to watch the tv show that's just irritating i hear you but every every console tv and dvd player nowadays you just rip them, plug them on a USB stick, and they all can just play it. So, Right. That's my plan. My wife, I found the Munsters uh, channel on Roku. Yeah. And they have most of the episodes. So I just, I always watch it, and she's getting, she likes the show, but she's getting sick of me watching it every day. <laughs> and I could watch it forever. Really? Yeah. So you really like the show? I mean, I noticed that, you know, in the last episode you were talking about uh, how you started watching it, but I I thought you were almost watching it, like to kind of catch up on like what the game was about. Yeah, no, the pinball game. Oh, you actually you really like this show a lot. That's yeah, cool. I watched it this morning before I came to work. 
All right. Episode 32. Let's get on. This, this is the only reason why Steve wanted to record today, is he wants to talk about Anthem. Anthem is a really big deal. It is coming out very shortly. Both demos have now dropped. Okay. What do you mean both demos? So they you, had, you just mean there are there are like two demo sessions, right? There are two. Yeah, they had, they had two demo sessions. They had a VIP demo session, and then, that was invite, right? Well, somehow because I got people saying, "Hey, I have some codes that you can borrow." Right. I don't. I don't really know how it works because maybe to it was be like, honest. It was convoluted. Oh. A lot of people said uh, you had to have bought in the game. I did not buy the game. I did not pre-order. Did you the get game. an invite? I downloaded it with ease. I just went to Xbox Live's uh, the first store. Weekend. Yeah, I wonder if it was like gold members. No, because or do, you, what, do you have an EA pass? No, I don't have any of that stuff. I'll tell you, what, it could have been gold members. It could have been that I uh, signed up a long time ago for their newsletter or something like that. And but yeah, you could have signed up because everybody everybody was pretty hyped up about it um, after the E three thing, right? So maybe you did get like allowed. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not really entirely sure. Who knows? How, it's been what, what, passed. Exactly. I'm not, I don't know what the VIP factor was. Either way, there was two demos. The first one that came out was an epic disaster, a holy crap shit fest. It just nobody could play the entire first day. And when I say nobody, I need to caveat that by saying some people got to play it, but no one that I personally know was able to play the game that whole first day. And a vast majority of them were not allowed to play the second day. Some of them did eventually get in the second evening, but a lot of them had already given up at that point. So what about you? Were you able to play the second day? I did play the second day, but I played late at night on the second day. I did not have a whole lot of issues. I had some issues and the... The issues that I did have were enough to make me basically give the middle finger to Bioware and Anthem. And be like, I'm done. There's no reason to even give a crap about this game anymore. Whoa. Because the issues that I was having is it just the load times were extreme. So do you think they were as long as Destiny's? I know, I know Destiny allows you to mess with your character, but were they that long? Probably. But it would constantly freeze at 98% loading. So, and like you said, if you're not, you kind of don't stare at the screen, so you're not paying attention. You're like right. waiting, and all of a sudden you look up. Because I don't have time to see. Yeah, where, I, I'm gonna go, it's, it's broken? Right. I'm going to look at something else or, or look on my phone and wait for this thing to, to pop up. And then like a bunch of time goes by. I'm like, what the? Why hasn't this thing loaded? And then you look up, and it's been frozen at 98 or 95%. So I had that happen three times. Two times in a row, one time, you know, a couple games before that, and then that was enough to make me just throw up my hands and be like, I'm done. I don't got time for this anymore. I, Because you have to quit out entirely out of the game. So I had to quit out of the game three times. So you go back to the Xbox menu. Correct. Ooh. Quit out, shut down the whole entire game. How long game, does it take to get back, back into, into the game? Because even, you know, games have to boot up. I just, it's an average amount of time to get booted up into a game. Um, I'm, I don't really know time slot wise how much that is, but it's just an it's an average amount of time to get into the actual game itself. But to, well, I'll take the back to get into like the the hub of the game. Sure. That was the first catra- uh, catastrophe catastrophe of the first demo. The second demo that finally released, uh, they basically told everybody calm down. 
we can fix this. Uh, everything <laughs> calm, that, uh, calm down, calm yeah, down. Yeah, everything that you're dealing with is because uh, of six-week-old code. You're playing with a demo that has been, uh, you know, created six weeks ago, and uh, people were pointing out the marketplace looks god awful. Like you're gonna charge, you're gonna charge twenty dollars per skin. Are you mad? Are you out of your mind? Are you a stupid person? Are you a stupid person? Is that what's happening right now? I don't know, man. People You're going to charge $20 for a skin for a game that costs $60. So you are going to pay one-third of the price of a full-functioning game for one colored skin to go on your armor. That's insane. Anyways. But again, they're like, ah, all that stuff is from six weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. Don't pay any attention to any of that stuff. And it's like, well, then here's the deal. A demo is a demo. A beta is a beta. We know the difference. You know the difference. Don't pretend that they're the same thing. Don't pretend it. Don't pretend it. You're two extremely well-established companies, Bioware and Electronic Arts, EA. You know, you know the difference in between a demo and a beta and for you to pretend that oh this is a beta we said that this was a beta. no you didn't you never once said that this was a beta even now you're not even saying that this is a beta what you're saying is oh this is a stress test blah 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 stress tests are betas we know what betas are you send people in to test your stuff it's a beta test it's an alpha test you put out a demo a demonstration of what your game is and it was janky as fuck Anyways, not just janky as fuck, but also like your marketplace and all the different stuff. Like, If you didn't want us to see that, don't let us see it. It's that easy, guys. You presented a half-assed product and said, well, here's a, here's our demonstration of our product. And then that's that's what uh, bugs me on a company that's that big because like when Nintendo did their stress test on Splatoon 2 and ARMS, they called it that. They called it a f- test. Right. It was a test fire right. or a test shoot punch out or whatever. Uh, uh, and so they're testing their servers and there's a ton of problems. Don't get me wrong. Like I didn't have a ton of disconnects in Splatoon 2's test, but there were problems. But when they tell you it is a test, it's easier to people bitch. People will always bitch. Right. But you can mentally handle it because you understand. But like, it's easy. It's, it's like, oh, it's a test. Yeah. Once the game launches, there were a few little bugs, but I never ran into them ever again. Right. I mean... There was the people that would glitch out, just like in Halo and any other game, mm-hmm. that have bad leg. But right, and I might be getting caught up on the fact that they so openly called this a demo. Yeah, you were pretty. You're pretty fired up on this, right? Because if it's going to look like this, and this is a demonstration of your game, you failed. Uh, yeah, if they're calling this like this is, hey, this is the demo. Right. But that's kind of that's kind of that was on them for being bad because correct demos usually come out either like here's a demo before the game launches so you can get excited or right. comes out with the game so you can play the demo before you buy it correct because that's what a demo is yeah we all as gamers and you as a game producer you know what a demo is you know what a demo is <clears throat> and then <clears throat> unless they called it pre-production demo but they didn't no and I know this was like. Pre, you know, like just for the weekend, you can play this game. Yep. Don't call it a demo. No. <laughs> just yeah, in the future, or even call it a test. Take your head out of your ass and call it a beta. You're using it as a beta, so call it a beta. Anyways, but that's me being maybe caught up on semantics. That was the first weekend. The second weekend that I played it, um, I had some issues, 
but it played a lot smoother. I didn't have one uh, heavy load time again where it gets caught at 98, uh, 95%. So, so those load bugs. Yeah, okay. whatever that was, at least for me, I'm not saying that for everybody else. For me, I never experienced that again uh, the second weekend. So they were able to dial in on that. Oh, that's awesome. And fix that. Because at least you can get into the game. Yeah. Which was that's a big step one. deal. Right. <laughs> that is step one, to be able to get into the game, to be able to play it. So I got into the game. I played a lot more the second weekend. Um, I think it feels like a good game, to be honest. And I, I know we've spent probably, what, 10 minutes already bitching about this game. The gameplay itself is good. The game itself is good. It uh, You fly around in these amazing armored... Uh, uh, not mechs, but they're just it's just armor. It's just like like Iron Man armor, for instance. That, that that's probably the best way to describe it. Or war, uh, what is it called? War, war machine. War machine. War machine. That, that's it. That's probably the best way to describe it. Because they have all of these weapons all over them. And yeah, uh, Iron Man does, but for most part, he's got like lasers. Whereas these guys have got rockets and all this different stuff. And that's like war machine to the tilt for sure. I s- so I still haven't played it. Yeah, uh, my Xbox is packed up from the basement remodel. Uh-huh. And we have a network and I just well, we're busy at work and I'd rather fix pinball. But I'm excited. I want to play it, but I have no problem waiting. Right. Well, and that's that's what I would suggest to anyone. When's it come out again? It's this month, right? End of the it month. It comes out very shortly. It comes out probably like in a week or so. No, like two weeks. Two weeks probably. Yeah, don't release it on February 14th. There'd be a lot of upset uh spouses. <laughs> yeah. Significant yeah, others, sure. they won't do that. <laughs> um, but, anyways, it's it's a very entertaining game. It reminds me a lot of uh, Destiny. Or did you say it's the loot, the loot shooting, or whatever? Yeah, the, the looter shooter. So it's just like Destiny. In that way, it's just like Destiny. You go over, you kill uh, enemies. They drop loot, and just like in uh, Destiny or uh, the Division or. Which Division Two is coming out here shortly? Oh, seriously? Yep. Um, what's another one? Oh, just like you were. I, I I had said it's like Diablo, where you do right. like. It's all the kind you of kind the same of thing. Play a little mission, and then there's a big bad guy at the end. Right. That gives the big loot, but everything else is just small loot. Right, and the, it being a looter shooter means that you are looting and you're shooting all these things instead of just like in in Diablo, you're you it's a top down, totally different game yeah, entirely. It's, yeah, not yeah. Right, but in. The looting aspect is still exactly the same. Uh, I don't know anything about the story. That is going to be the biggest deal to me because I think that they're going to have these bugs fixed out. So I got kicked out of the game. So the second week on I played, I never had that 95% thing, but I did get kicked out of a game. I was in the middle of a game. got kicked out all the way back to the uh, Xbox main hub, which was very irritating, but it only happened one time. They're definitely dialing in and fixing issues. So if they can advanced as quickly as they did from one week ago to this week i believe in a couple weeks when the game actually releases they'll be able to get it to an actually functioning properly functioning uh, ability at the same time i would suggest anyone who wants to buy this game just wait a month just wait a month let them let it drop let everyone scream at them they'll fix the issues and then you can buy it after don't get it right away don't pre-order games in the first place so what about uh, Battlefront 2? When did Battlefront 2 come out versus when it was fixed? When it was finally the way it's functioning now? 
Probably like a year. Yeah, I was going to say it dropped November 17th, 2017. Yeah, the game, ha- honestly, are in people my still op- playing it? People are still playing it. It's just not big. Uh, the, well, the problem is now, it's like when you boil off a bunch of water or, or like something, all you have is like a condensed super squads or whatever. Uh, so there's, 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 a, there's just really good people now. Only good so people. So you just get wrecked. The people who love this game from yeah. day one or whatever are still playing it, and they have all of the best armor, all of the best guns, all of the best setups, and they have dialed in their game. <clears throat> so any new players trying to get into that game are just going to get their face shot off immediately. It's the hard part I had when I got back into Splatoon 2 for a Splatfest. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I know. I got wrecked. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you can just get used to being shot a bunch of times, it, uh, it you can kind of just slowly wade into uh, the game. You're going to get shot a lot. It's going to happen. But at the same time, it's a, they have the game fixed now, which is wonderful. It would have been wonderful it if just it took been a little too long a year ago. Yeah. So uh, maybe Anthem will be faster. I mean, they fix... I mean, well, I think hope. they know that... They're, they're both still EA games. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Well, they should have learned from Battlefront, and then they should have learned from these pre-demos. Yeah. I don't know what the issue was with uh, Battlefield. Do you know what the issue was with that? I don't keep up on games like that, so I don't know. Okay. The next really big, huge game uh, came out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, yeah. So, kind of crazy, because everyone was all amped up about Anthem, and Anthem's uh, two demos that came out, and Anthem coming out in two weeks or whatever. So everyone's hyped. This is going to be the biggest game of the year. All this different stuff. Like this is the thing that's happening. And then sneaking in to cut him at the ankles is Apex Legends. Just drops. No one even knows it exists. No one even knows that it exists. I still do not like the name. That's kind of weird. Well, if no, you- no, no, no. If it was its own game, yeah, that's fine. Sure, but it's. It's a spin-off of Titanfall. It's a Titanfall... Yeah, it's in the Titanfall umbrella, which mm-hmm. has a really good base name people. and base yeah. of people behind them. Mm-hmm. But then they call it, like, Apex Legends. They call it Apex Legends, so there's, I think, some different... There's different factions in uh, Titanfall, and one of the factions is uh, Apex. So they made a Battle Royale game. So the company that makes Titanfall made uh, respawn is their name uh they made a battle royale game that uh it's really good i've played it it's completely free which is wonderful the only thing that uh, the only way that they make money is if you buy uh cool armor and stuff like that or not <clears throat> not necessarily armor but like like skins and stuff like that. i think they might eventually come out with maybe different cooler armors or whatever but as far as i can tell it's just like skins to go over the top, like to make them like all blue or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's. I, but you can still in reality un- that's how it should be, right? Yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, not every game, but like you do a free to play game, but the stuff that you it's, can purchase with real money shouldn't make you a better player. It should just change the look. Correct. So that no one has an advantage with money right make you look cool maybe at a, a fancy dance or something like that whenever yeah. you kill somebody non-game changing things exactly something that you want but not something that you need yeah because then people don't feel unfair and you can still play for free so you keep your big player base it's pretty much how fortnite's been doing it right they've been crushing it and that's what this game is 
dropping in and going up directly against is Fortnite itself. And it is very different than Fortnite, which is good for it. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of Fortnite. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm I was, not that I, – I don't – Right, I don't like playing like that. And so. we probably have listeners that are that are big fans of Fortnite, so I don't want to uh, besmirch it at all. Oh, it's not, it, yeah, it, it is a good it's game. Too it's much going on for me. me. Right, way too much. I'm not into the building. I like the shooting aspect a lot. I like the battle royale aspect a lot. I like I like the look of uh, Fortnite. I like a lot of things of Fortnite, but when it comes to the actual building, which is it's, it gets too com- it's too complicated for me. I played on the Switch. And I was like, oh my god, I got destroyed. I could play it if it was only shooting, but yeah. I don't want to play PUBG. Right. So. And they have another game that dropped out similar to that that's made by uh, the guys who – it's another free, free-to-play free game. Warframe? No. It's made by the guys who make uh, Paladins. It looks just like Paladins. You get to ride on horses, so that's one of its gimmicks is that you uh, get to ride on horses to get to fast travel to different places. It is only shooting. It's very cartoony. Realm Royale? Yeah, that's it. Realm Royale. Oh, my God. That same maker made Tribes Ascent. Oh, Tribes is a good game. I've never played that game. Mm, it's a good old PC game. Okay. But uh, that game, it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. I played it with my brother uh, the other weekend ago, and I had a blast playing that game. So that, the game that we're talking about right now is uh, Realm Royale. That's com- another completely free game. That it is again in the battle royale type of game where you drop into an island and stuff like that. Oh, that's right, because it looked like Paladins, but you're on an island. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I remember you told me about it. You, yeah. We probably talked I, about it like a month or two ago. Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's a fun game, and I might go back to it. But now with the drop of Apex, Apex is a full fledged super game that happens to be free. <laughs> super game? Well, I, I, it's like a triple like A title, is what I'm trying to say. Like, you look at one of the original Titanfalls or like a Call of Duty or something like that, and then you have Apex, which is on tier with that. It's not like uh, one of the other two games like Fortnite or um, – now, Fortnite technically should be considered a AAA game because it has a story mode and stuff like that, but no one ever on the planet plays the story mode. Nowadays, I don't hear people talking about it anymore. No, when it first released, yeah, that's all big. anyone knew about was, oh, there's some like, zombies and stuff, right? But no one since its release has played that uh, uh, story mode. Anyways, Apex Legends is... Oh, dude, it's not for Switch. It's not for Switch, which is uh, a massive bummer. Bummer town, I can't play it, never will. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I... <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, I don't think my basement will ever get finished, so my Xbox will never come out of the box <laughs> so until the, the Xbox box. Six comes out, and then and then there'll be like Apex Legends Six. Yeah. Uh, but this game has some very distinct differences from it compared to those other two okay. games. It, quick questions. Go ahead. Uh, is it is it the same? Is it like Fortnite where it's the same island every time you play? Yes. But then you pick different drops. Yes. Okay. Now, mind you, this island is huge. Now, not to say that uh, Fortnite's island isn't huge, because Fortnite's island is very large, but this island it seems extreme. Like it is enormous. I'm on the main website, and um, they have a picture of the island. There's like, looks like almost a nuclear reactor part. It's almost like a big island with cities where there's kind of a cityscape. 
and then there's mountainous area, then there's kind of a desert area. So there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Does it do the same thing where it shrinks so you have to keep yep. getting closer? Yep. Because okay. you have to have that, otherwise... No one will find each other. Right. No yeah, one your will games find will last each other, forever. and you might just be a dick who just hides Ugh. the whole entire time. Whereas here, you have to keep moving. You have to keep getting closer yeah. to the enemy, no matter what. So it keeps pushing people closer and closer. Not necessarily to the center, but to the center of a ring, wherever the game does determines it, for it to be. So it, it does change where that is. Well, that's kind of that's neat. Because otherwise, everyone would just go to that spot. Yeah, that's true. And Good just point. wait for everyone to come. And to then them. the the loot boxes or whatever that are on the map, right? They have those. Yes. Do are they different too all the time? Like they random. Uh, yes. Okay. Now one thing that now you know where to find it. Sure. The reason why you know where to find it in this game is because they hide them in buildings. They hide them maybe on a roof or stuff like that, uh, and they have some very very specific places where you can know you're going to find awesome stuff. They have a roving... So, this I played it last night for quite a long time, and I had a blast playing it. So, you drop in from some ship that's really high, and you have a jetpack on. It's not like your gliders that you have in the other games. Mm -hmm. So, you have a lot more control with your character. And you also... You have like a jump master, I think they call him. Yeah, I was going to say you should probably explain how this is, uh, how this plays, and maybe even more than just oh, how it's different from Fortnite. Sure. Because if no one's played Fortnite, then. Right. So in this game, the game starts, you are in a dropship. But uh, do you have a three person squad. Okay, there you go. Yep. Um, to even start this, you have to pick a legend, a hero, okay? So there's eight heroes or legends. In this game, they call them legends. Uh, very similar to Overwatch, every player in the game is a hero and has powers and special abilities, and they can only be picked one by one person. So if somebody picks that your favorite character, you have to have some backup favorite characters. <laughs> so you have to kind of learn different heroes instead of just having one specific person. So I'm you, only going to play with that guy. Your squad is three people. Your squad is three people. But you have eight to pick from. Eight to pick from. Okay, so there are two to unlock, six that are always oh, okay. unlocked. Um, I haven't unlocked the, the other two yet. Um, Do you know how to unlock them? Yeah, I think you just earn it just through XP oh, and stuff like okay. that. Yeah, that's all. I haven't played the game enough to unlock it. Simple as that. Anyways, uh, they have some really cool, neat characters. You know, some have like the like invisibility superpower, or like they uh, another one has. Um, she can drop down. Weapons and ammo and all this different stuff, which is a huge deal for your team. Well, and you can explain that. Right. So anyways, let's get to the actual game. You've picked your hero. Uh, she has or he has some very cool abilities that you like a lot. Let's get into the game. So you, you got your three-man squad. The dropship's flying over the island. And then you have a launch uh, or a jump master, which is one of you three. It just kind of randomly picks whoever it is. And they control your squad. You can manually break off from them, but I don't. The reason why I don't is because I want to be with my squad when we land. Otherwise, it's going to be you versus the entire island. Anyways, in the other games like Fortnite and stuff like that, you have to kind of time your jump, which isn't that difficult. If someone says, all right, we're jumping now, you have to kind of just jump with them. Whereas here, you don't have to worry about that. If the jump master jumps... All you have to do is just wait till you land. Now, you can be looking around and tell them, hey, there's shit over there. 
I want to go over there. You can mark with your uh, right bumper, which is the, your RB bumper. You can mark out everything like, hey, I suggest we drop over here. I suggest we go over here. If you, there are some high, what do you want to call them? Some high volume? profile spots yeah. to land. There's like another floating ship that flies around on the island below you when you come out of this drop ship. And I always want to go for that ship. Most of the people I jump with never want to go for that ship because that ship is loaded with all of the best guns, all of the best armor. So a lot of people all want to go there because if you go there, you can just... It's it's you either win big or you you, or you, you lose you, immediately because <laughs> everyone's going there and you land you start grabbing guns as fast as possible. What I like to do is not get in combat with people on there. Just land, grab a big gun, and jump. Because you because this doesn't you have, jump in the water. There's no fall damage in this game, so you can just plummet. And it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to just plummet. Um, so I, I when you first like launched you have a jetpack on but if you're jumping off of a cliff or jumping off something like that you don't you just plummet you don't uh glide or anything like that um so i like to just land grab a goodie whether it be one of my favorite like machine guns or just some heavy armor or anything because if you're up there for half a second you're gonna get your face shot off so i like to land grab something and jump off the worst thing you can do the worst thing that you can do... <laughs> Please tell us, Steve. ...is when you have a jump master who's so stupid and thinks that we should land below the ship. What? Why would we do that? So what you're saying is, instead of going for the goodies on the ship, we should go underneath the ship. That way, when everyone who has all the goodies on the ship jumps off of it, they'll land right next to us. Are you out of your mind? So there was one guy, like, Koi and I were, were in the... A squad with somebody else, and he's heading right for the ship. And I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna land on the ship. And he starts diving below the ship. I'm like, drop now, get a bail on this guy. This guy's committing suicide. Get out of here. Because if he's gonna land below that ship with nothing, just his fisty cuffs, he's gonna start trying to punch people. And they all got like heavy machine guns and stuff like that. He's insane. So I, Koi and I bailed on him. <clears throat> I don't know what he did. Well, who <clears throat> is this? The random? He was just a random guy. Oh, man. Yeah, it was Koi and I and just some rando. We land and we start running off our own ways. Now, buildings all over the place, check all the buildings because there's lots of stuff in there. Kind of like, okay, PUBG is another battle royale. This is a good way to describe it. It's like PUBG mixed with Overwatch. So you got the heroes of Overwatch and all their cool abilities. And then you have the mentality of PUBG, which is you just scrounge. You got nothing. You're landing with your fists. Find anything. Get get armor. Get helmets. Get uh, um, guns. Get everything you can. Now, a big deal in this game, which I did not realize the first match, is bullets are the currency of this game. You have to be very, very careful with how you spend your bullets. You land in here, and you pick up a gun, and then you shoot it like you shoot in any other shooter. You'll be out of bullets within seconds, and then you'll have a useless paperweight in your hands. <laughs> can you so, use it as a weapon, like uh, a you melee? Still, you can still punch people, yeah. Or, or you can, like, yeah, hit people with it. Or, I don't think you even hit people with it. I think you just run, and if you try to hit, like, melee, you just punch them with your fist. Oh. But uh, uh, you have to be very careful with your bullets. If you got five bullets in that gun, 
you better make them count. <laughs> if you have uh, 30 bullets in your gun, you got a decent amount. You probably got more than the other guy, to be honest. <laughs> um, there was one map where I was fully loaded because we had killed off some guys right away. And it took us a long time to find the next group because, again, these maps are, like I'm telling you, these maps are huge. So how many people are in the... I think there's 66 people, which is kind of a weird number. Hmm. But I think it's 66 people are on the map. Now, usually it's 100 for for games like For Fortnite. Royale, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they did that specifically to differentiate themselves or to make the map seem bigger. Oh, yeah. So there's one time we were loaded up with guns and ammo because we had just cut off a couple smaller teams. And then we were just hunting for more enemies and as we were doing it we just kept gathering more and more and more ammo and more armor so we were loaded to the tilt we were ready to go but then the ring kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller so of course all you have left is the better and better better players so we got right in the middle of the ring and uh well the ring got pretty small and we got slaughtered slaughtered even with all of our awesome guns even with all of our heavy armor uh, they ran through us like we weren't even standing there. Are you sure, like that? It wasn't just you were bad. Was it just they, no? We were like, bad. snuck up on you or what? Uh, I think it was a combo of both. They well, they snuck up on us because we were getting shot from behind, so they had the drop on us. Okay, so they already have the advantage. But I didn't. I was in the open a little bit because I was moving from one cover to a different one, and they saw me moving. So when they started opening fire on me. The most I could do is try to turn and shoot at him, but even then, the I didn't have much time. I turned basically to watch them kill me. Like I, I, I didn't have no, that wasn't much smart. of an advantage. Why don't you just build a ramp and a wall and hide behind it? Because <laughs> this is <isn't> Fortnite. <laughs> oh, one thing that's really fun about this game is how you kind of run around. Like sliding is a big deal in this. If you there's so a, they don't have the wall jumping, but they have sliding. They have the sliding. So that is a big deal. If you are a Titanfall uh, fanatic like I was, sliding and wall running, and obviously the Titans are a big deal in the game. Uh, there's no Titans in the game. There's no wall running, which is an, an extreme thing to say, you know, the creators of Titanfall are not going to have wall running in it. It seems mind blowing, but whatever. Because uh, that was their that was their stick. Like, we have huge titans and we have wall running. You should play this game. And it's like, wow, this game's amazing. Anyways, uh, they took both those out because I think they were saying like it was it kind of broke the game when you added wall running, or it doesn't really work very well because this is such an open space, not like a big tall city. Yeah, I at first I it blew me away that they would take out some of the big things, but then at the same time you're like. You, I don't know it's if a I different would use style it. of game. Yeah, so I don't you know if I would definitely... use it as much as I th- would think I would use it. Especially when you're out in the, like, the desert or the mountains. Right. Like, really? What are you going to wall run on? Exactly. You wouldn't really use it that much. At the same time, it I do. I wish they would add it because then it would make it that much more Titanfall-ish. Anyways, it's not in it currently. Maybe with enough people begging for it, they'll add it. Uh... But with the sliding ability, and just the, the sprinting and sliding, it's a very fast-paced game still. Not as fast as Titanfall, because Titanfall had the other element of, 
you know, running and jumping from wall to wall. And whenever mm-hmm. you jump, your little jump pack would give you a little boost. So it was that much faster. People would just fly around the map because you just go from one jump to a slide to something else. And then people knew how to just combo them to just never stop moving and just have this very fast, very fluid movement. Um, I had it down a couple times, but I was I never played it enough in a long streak enough to be well, you're probably on destiny amazing. too much yeah that that was the problem is i kept switching back between destiny and titanfall so i never became like a t- jump artist like that whereas uh another one of our friend josh he he actually was very very fluid and very good at uh jumping around the maps like that anyways with this game you can still get some of that stuff like i myself i slide constantly if you slide by somebody and start firing at them, they don't know what to do, at least yet, because this game's new and because people aren't used to it. They see you running at them, and they go to shoot at you, and then you drop to the ground and start sliding, and you still start popping shots at them. So far, it's been very effective for me. <laughs> uh, so that's your... That's your. Uh, that's my go-to right now. It's just slide. Them, drop and slide and start popping at them. Um, and uh, it's, it's worked for me. Uh, also, of course, what works is just just straight up shooting at them. Like there was a couple guys who were just scared and didn't know what to do. Being scared in this game is not going to win. You have to be aggressive, be fast, and aggressive. Your fast movement is going to get you out of the way of the bullets, and well, they're not going to be yeah, able to and, keep and, up. And, with and you. they're not just going to spray and pray because they can't. Yeah, they don't have enough bullets to spray. Be out. They have to be careful. I mean, maybe you want them to though. That's that's what was working for me as well. Just as long as you keep moving fast and just dropping, jumping up and down and sliding and all this different stuff, uh, it's scary to try to shoot at you because you don't want to waste the bullets to shoot at somebody like that. Um, anyways, I with me talking this long on it, obviously I like the game quite a bit. It's 100% free. It is worth the download. At most, if you don't like it, you can delete it, and it didn't cost you anything. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I want to try it. I just, well, I'd have to play it at work or something. Well, yeah. I mean, we have a or finish we, my basement. Yeah, we have a machine here theoretically, so we gotta figure out how to get it hooked up. Because right now we don't have a working controller here. I could just bring in one of mine, I guess. Anyways, that has got to finally wrap up our uh, video game section. Unless you have more video game stuff to add. No, I've kind of been staying out. I haven't even touched my Switch in, since CES, mm. and it's February, beginning of February, so... About a month. Ah. Uh, I uh, I have been playing the Switch quite a bit, but it's mainly been my son who's been playing it, because I've been playing a lot of Mario with him, but that's that. So, Yoshi was an added thing to that, baby Yoshi. I didn't know that. See, I've only played it since it's been on the Switch. Yeah. But you've used him? I've used him all the time. Oh. Baby Yoshi is the jam. I saw a Nintendo our... tweet that said, hey, this is new to the Switch version, and I hashtag, no, how does it work? I tagged you or something Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just tagged And me. you're like, yep, been there, done that. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, that, that's, our, that's our jam is we love the Baby Yoshis because there's a couple different Baby Yoshis that, that are out there. The, the pink ones, uh, if you get them and bring them with you. So what you do is they're in like a little like side little... I don't know when you want to call them like a mushroom or something like that because you like go to different stages. In between stages are like these little, little, little cutoffs, rest stops, if you will. Is it kind of like the SNES one where like you go back to Yoshi's house and you can like 
get them every time? Yes and no. Okay. They are always appearing there, but they're not always there. They're like time released. Oh. So you got to be careful and actually let them survive. So you you can take them with you to different uh, stages, but you just have to keep them alive. And uh, Easton isn't very good at keeping them alive. So <laughs> I keep mine alive. But then, and then he's so, like, hey, can I, can I have yours? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he'll like drop his off a cliff. It's like, ah, well. You're on your own now, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they do? Like you said, there's colors. Right. So the pink ones, uh, they like balloon up. They like suck in air. Oh, that's the one. And then it like spins. Yeah. And then you can just like float around and you can like pretty much float across the entire map and not have to worry about crap. So there are, are different enemies that are in the air. So you have to kind of worry about that. Or if stuff's like shooting up at you, you got to be worried about that. But it, if a level is too hard... Your get-out-of-jail-free card is, all right, let's go get those pink Yoshis. <laughs> so you run back, get your air balloon Yoshis, run back over there. Just keep them alive. They don't hold breath the entire time. So you have to, like, every breath goes up and down, and then eventually it wears out. So you just got to land. And then jump back up. Yeah, jump back up, float across a whole bunch of enemies. If you see some big bad guys, oh, just float right over them. Just float, just float over everything and just keep cruising. So they're kind of like... Bandit, but they help out all the other players. Bandit, you see the it's guy, the, who, the, the purple who, bunny, yeah, with the, with the little treasure bag. Yeah, I guess I that didn't, can't I didn't, die. I didn't realize that was his name. That's obviously Nabbit. Also, My Nabbit. Bad. Yeah, his there name we go. is Nabbit. Yeah, so so Nabbit is uh, Easton's favorite character for obvious reasons because he can't get hurt by someone trying to hurt him. He can still die by falling in lava or falling off a cliff or you know stuff like that. Uh, so jump puzzles are still difficult or can be difficult, uh, but it's uh, he can just blast through people. When he gets older, do you think he'll listen to this and then get mad at you that you made fun of him, that he's not good at video games when he's, no, he's four a, years he's, old? He's four years old. He's fine. Just got to talk crap about our kids. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I use him. I use Easton, and I use Nabbit a lot. So like, if I'm in trouble, I just send in Nabbit. Easton, Easton, go in and take out all those bad guys. Because he just goes in there and wastes them all. It's like, all right. And then I just run through with these. So we've been burning through this game pretty good. Jesus. I mean, I guess. And then uh, the other Yoshis, like, there's some, like, levels that have really dark maps. So all you can see is, like, a ring around your own character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are hard. Those are really hard. Well, if you get some of these little light-up Yoshis, like little glow-in-the-dark Yoshis, uh, if you... I think you just spin with them, and then they boom. They create like a halo of light. So then, like, kind of, you just keep doing that every now and then, and just uh, because the light goes out and then it kind of slowly creeps back in. Mm-hmm. You just keep doing that every now and then. And you can see your map pretty good. Uh, so they're little like cheater. Okay, so here's the thing: cheater toys, but they're fun. You uh, here's the hard part: you've never played the Wii U one. No, but um, here's the topic I want to bring up. Go ahead. People get so pissed that Nintendo keeps re-releasing a bunch of Wii U games, uh-huh. and they say it's the same game. Why is it sixty bucks? Um, well, to me, but they're no. not the same game. <laughs> well, yeah. What was that? Look how much extra stuff was added to this game. Yep. Donkey Kong had same thing. They had uh, Crazy Kong or Funky Kong was added. Uh, a they, bunch got, of, they got some kind of funky mode for this one as well. A bunch of stuff gets added, like Mario Kart. 
they took all the DLC and put it in this one game, added Splatoon, or maybe that was on the Wii U one. But those original games, do they have touchscreen ability? Oh, on the gamepad. Okay. Because one thing I noticed about uh, first-party Switch games, a lot of them have the touchpad ability to like go through like the menu and stuff like that. Oh yeah, which I think is pretty cool. But go go ahead. Um, and and the thing, all these people complain, but Nintendo wouldn't do it if they didn't think they'd make money. Oh, but at the same time, they're one the Wii U didn't sell a bunch, so yes. they're hitting a whole new market, and the Switch has a bajillion purchasers. Right. I mean, it's literally like I think basically comparing like two hundred thousand to like four million or whatever. It is. I, but just I'm making up numbers right now. But if you only sold two hundred thousand, you know, Wii U's, so you made all these awesome games that you spent a lot of time on that people love that are A plus games. But only two hundred thousand people played them. Well, now you've sold a machine that f- has four million users. Yeah, we re-released those games, and those people have never even seen that game before. When everybody's complaining, it's like, no, 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 it's not a copy paste. Programmers have to go in yeah. and do all these mods yeah. and make sure things work. It's like this isn't cheap or easy to just re-release a game. Mm-hmm. They put a little work into it, and so I, I get irritated. I. I skip all those, like, usually it's on Reddit, I guess, in the Switch thread and stuff. I just stop sure. even remotely going. Because it's, you guys, it's like, um, it's the same in the pinball world. People are really good at complaining about things that have no idea what it's like to make software or produce hardware. Sure. And they just are really good at complaining and thinking that it's easy. Right. It's like, please, please try to release a product. Go make a, an iPhone app and let me know. How that works out for you. Right. But yeah. um, I'm loving the re-releases. I don't buy them all. Like, I think I... I didn't buy Treasure Tracker, but I wanted to um, because the, the Switch one now is two-player, where the first one wasn't. And they added some other uh, features and stuff. There's some other Wii U games that I really want them to re-release that I don't think will ever happen, but I wish they would. They would. Like, for instance, like the Star Fox games. They would have to make it in a certain way because that has almost too much functionality to it. Where they, it has too much dual screen. Right. And uh, they could. They could re-release it. They just have to do it in a certain way to single screen it. Which I don't think would be that bad if you had like a change view button. Which that is... That was a quick... I think what most users would want anyways, because that was the biggest complaint about that game, was that it was too complicated. It was really good, but it was confusing to people because it was just so overly complicated having to use two screens instead of just one. Um, so if they could boil it down to just one screen, it would, I think it would reach a larger audience. Well, by de facto, by being on a Switch, it's going to reach a larger audience. But by also being on one screen, I think it could hit a larger audience because it's easier for people to understand. Yeah. And this is where we always go back to um, Nintendo slash Sony. I always want to kind of force the player into the way that they want them to play it. Sure. So when Star Fox on the Wii U came out, they forced you into using your Wii U pad right. and the TV. Well, it's because they came up with some really cool technology, so they wanted to make it as neat as possible. The problem is it was, and it was a very clunky learning process. Yeah. Once you learn, like the review we watched, once you learn it, it's uh, pretty smooth. Yeah. But when I was playing the tutorial, it took me three or four tries to get through it because it was really cumbersome. Sure. And that was just the tutorial. You're saying it took you a couple tries to get through the tutorial? Yes. Hmm. 
Yeah, dude, it was rough. Um, another game I want them to release from the Wii U over to uh, the Switch is I, I. My son watches a lot of Sonic on YouTube right now, and we, he was watching some gameplay, and it was uh, the Sonic Boom series that they got like, apparently two games that have come out uh, for the Wii U. And I was watching one of them, and I thought that game looks really cool because it's not just the like Sonic Adventures where you're always moving, running around, going forward. They had kind of a a platformy aspect to it, so it was more like uh, I don't know, like a Crash Bandicoot or something mixed in with it. So that looked very interesting to me, and I kind of wanted to play that, but I don't have a Wii U. Not that I can't get a cheap Wii U nowadays, but uh, I'd rather have it all in one system. That'd be yeah, I'm not gonna go out of my way to go buy it. If it comes up for the Wii, for the Switch, I'll buy it. Which game is that? Uh, there's two Sonic Booms, so I don't know which one it is. Oh, and Color Sonic Color was okay. also one. Right. Well, there was one that I was watching for. I'm not sure which Sonic Boom it was, but it was one of those ones, and uh, I kind of wanted that. Oh, I forgot. What? There's a couple new games coming out that I am kind of excited for. Oh, what's that? Crash Bandicoot Team Racing is coming. And this is for the Switch or for everything? I don't know. Okay. I think it was coming out for everything. Gotcha. But I'm not too sure. But you're specifically thinking about the Switch. Yeah, because I don't care. No, I hear you. And then Spiral the Dragon. That's Trilogy. also coming out for Nintendo? I think it was coming. I think they were dropping it to everything. I think maybe PlayStation had a early sure extended release. It would make sense if they had an early release. So, yeah, I don't know. I, there's a handful of titles I'm excited for. I, I definitely want to get my Xbox back out because the Tomb Raider game is continually having content pushed to it, the new Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And I we used to be a giant Tomb Raider fan. The new one? Yeah. He's having content pushed out Yes. There? Really? I did not know that. And remember, if you remember, the arcade had DLC as well. That's right. We need to get back down there. I want to shoot some bears. Do you think they've updated it, though? They all run on cell connections, so I'm assuming. Okay. Either way, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, all right. So that will now finally wrap up our uh, game uh, video game section. Pinball. You have some very big pinball games. I got uh, Popeye Saves the Planet. Okay. Just no, kidding. No, that's not, Just that's kidding. not what happened. <laughs> uh, you... Now have zero unworking. Oh, that's not true. You yeah, don't, you don't, yeah. <laughs> don't talk big about me. I always have broken games. Okay, fine. But your two main ones, the ones that were the, the biggest deal. The ones I bought, mm, not really broken, but they were kind of like hacked together. Well, I Black, Knight broken. Black Knight didn't work. Yeah, Black Knight didn't work. And you couldn't play Baywatch either. Well, Baywatch had a flipper problem. So on Black Knight... I added Dark Black Knight. Yeah, Black Knight. Uh, I added the rectifier board and a fuse board so that um, if any coils get held on, they're protected by fuses now instead of blowing the board and it, and whatever's on that. Um, they'll blow a fuse. Because you have those magna, magna saves and stuff. It. I was talking to the guy who designed... Um, his name is Peter. He, he designed the rectifier boards. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you hold the flippers and hold the magnets all at the same time, the game draws way too much power and you'll blow stuff. Oh. So he goes, I had told my, I thanked him for making it so I could put, you know, because I felt safer with those installed on route. Sure. 
And he said that, and he goes, well, hopefully no one does that and keeps him held. Because that's a lot of power that is drawing at one time. Sure. Um, so we'll see how that game holds up. I'm a little worried about when on Black Knight, the magnets, mm-hmm. they snag the ball. You could actually grab the ball from inches away, and it'll come ripping up. And then it kind of wobbles and circles. It sucks it. It sucks yeah. it a couple inches away. <clears throat> so it sucks to the magnet under the play field, and it just kind of like wiggles on that green circle. Because it's holding it. Yeah, I got you. Because it holds it for like five seconds so that it stops. As long as you're holding it, the magnet. No, it just, you hit the button, and it grabs it, Ah. and it wiggles around, and then it stops. Mm-hmm. And so it holds it for long enough so that when it lets go, the ball is stopped wiggling. Sure. So then it drops down your inline to your flipper. Perfect. But the the hard part is if you have that happen so many times that the ball is just going to keep grinding away the paint until you'll go from a green circle that says Magna Save to uh, wood. <laughs> because the magnet is underneath the play field. So you rub it in on the play field. The yeah. Time. Gotcha. So uh, what I'm thinking is uh, I'll do like a little Mylar circle. Okay. I posted the question to Pinside uh, in the Black Knight thread, and I th- – think someone had said something about the same thing where they put this little it's about a one inch circle okay just put it in the middle so the main wiggle of the ball is really over mylar okay shouldn't be a big deal the the whole thing i think was i bought the game thinking i'd do with the hard top where you sand the entire play field level everything so mm-hmm. it's down to the wood sure then the hard top is a few mil thick with the the ink is printed on the underside, so it sticks down to the play field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that clear, it's not plastic, it's more like polycarbonate, is then almost like a clear coat on top. Sure. It looks mint. Plays a little quick, but it looks mint. It's only $300 versus like $1,000 for the two play fields. Sure. Brand new play fields. Okay. So following you. it's a cheaper way to, to k- kind of get a brand new play field. But that was like a couple years out, I was thinking, you know, have it earn some money on route. Bring it home. And then do that. Because I ordered new plastics for it as well. Uh, CPR, Classic Playfield Reproductions, did a, a sale, I think around Christmas. Uh-huh. And so I bought plastics for Black Knight. Okay. So I have a bunch of new stuff for it. I just don't want to like put it on until it's done. Until it's done route. getting beat up on the route. Just like Baywatch, yeah. So Black Knight, what do I have left? I have a new spring for the shooter rod coming in the mail today. And I'll put that. It's so powerful. You plunge. If you pulled even halfway back, that sucker flies up and screams past your upper play field right down to the middle. It just drains right away. So you need it to be actually slow down. Oh, yeah. It needs to be a lot softer. Gotcha. Um, I think that's it. I think once that, once that spring's done, I do need one nut above the lock on the top play field to hold the plastic down because mm-hmm. that kicker just rips the ball through. But otherwise, it's done. I'm pretty sure. It looks sharp. It sounds sharp. looks good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was telling you before, I, I, I don't know how to, like, the menu system in the from the coin door, I have no idea what's going on. I had to look at the manual because I wanted to set the free play while it's here, mm-hmm. then put it to maybe quarter play when it goes on route. Right. And I, I have not looked at the setting info, so I have no, it is cryptic as hell to me when you uh, start going in the coin door modes or settings. Okay. But but Baywatch has uh, has come a long way. Um, it looks gorgeous. It really does. The colors on it look cool. We went and picked it up. We were ha- we podcasted that. That's true. The guy we got it from was super nice. He um he had just went through it, cleaned it, p- 
put new rubbers and LED'd a lot of the game. So the game was like good, ready to go. But we never really, we never played it. I brought it home and then ripped the boards out. We played it when we very first got it. And then ever since then, the flipper's been broken on it. Yeah, that flipper was all uh, messed up. And we kind of had thought it was the flipper board. But mm-hmm. it turned out it was actually the flipper switch stack. Because uh, when I powered it up, well, that's another story. But when I powered it up and started playing, it did the same thing. And so I dug into, and I thought, it can't be a flipper board. These were all, everything was redone. Right, everything's brand new. So I started digging into the flipper switch stack, and sure enough, it was real dirty and kind of misadjusted. Um, so I cleaned them up, kind of adjusted them again. Like uh, I had to tweak the switch distance from the contacts, mm-hmm. and uh, it's playing a lot better now. Well, great. Um, the The game was hacked. Like when they brought it back from Germany, it was a it was a reimport. So they make it in Chicago, ship it to Germany. So it's set for 220 volt, comes back to the U.S. And if you read the manual, it tells you how to repin the connector. So you'd literally pop a connection out, put it in a different hole, plug it in. But instead, they just took like a scissors and just chopped the harness and wire nutted crap. Then they then the 5 volt line failed on the power supply board, which is a common thing for those big DMDs, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they put a secondary, like an arcade power supply. Tapped off the 120 volt at the transformer, which with the wire nuts. Okay. And then had an extension cord running from that power second power supply up into the head. Inside the box? Yeah. Okay. Then they cut a bunch of those cords, oh, Jesus. wire nutted the 5 volt and the ground together with all, cut all those other grounds. Oh my goodness. It, it worked. Don't get me wrong. It worked, but it's heartbreaking to me to have a game hacked like that when it can be fixed so Mm -hmm. um now that i had time i spent the last week working on baywatch so i repinned the harness at the transformer i repinned the two connectors at the power supply board that were cut and i also had to remake the harness from the power supply uh down to the dmd controller board that does five volt and ground because you wanted to make it semi-original you wanted it to be the way it was supposed to be yeah because if you sell it and it's all hacked up that's just another excuse to one take money off Mm -hmm. and two uh, troubleshooting is way difficult right if you can't correctly go pin by pin sure it's just a group of wire nuts Mm -hmm. like that's six wires right there like how how are you going to troubleshoot that (laughs) right (laughs) Uh so um I redid all those connectors, repinned a bunch of connectors, which, oh man, Chris made fun of me because I, I was ordering this specific plug instead. He's like, just buy the twenty pin and then trim it down to what you need and stop dicking around. It's like, uh, but then I have to buy other stuff. But I it took me a week because I had to wait for parts. But I got it repinned, and then I was freaked out to turn it on. I thought it was going to blow up. And I joked to you about it, and then you know that. Uh-huh. I actually ended up making uh, one of my coworkers turn the game on. <laughs> oh, you did? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, the game booted up. It, like, it, like, it worked. I was really sketched out that I would think there'd be at least one problem with the game on boot. Sure. But it wasn't. It runs smooth. Um, well, I guess there was the flipper thing, but yeah. I mean, the game works. Mm-hmm. It works great. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's repinned correctly. You, you can see my posts on the on the forum. I was just kind of freaking out, like, 
right, guys, can you guys take pictures? I took pictures and was like, can you guys verify this goes here and that goes there? And the schematics were pretty good, but they weren't good for one plug on the DMD board. So um, I think someone did clarify for me, and I pulled the trigger and just did it. It's uh, playing the game. It's a ton of fun. There's just so many cool ramps. There's just ramps covered in ramps. Everywhere. It's like an amusement park. There's so many ramps. And then ramps go onto each other and back, like mm-hmm. loop back. Um, the skill shot alone, there's three skill shots. But you were making a comment where you hit start and the ball jumps up into the shooter lane, but it's not the shooter lane. It's a ramp. Right. And uh, you like that it goes. It's almost like Batman Forever, where it's you hit you hit the launch button and it sweeps across the playfield. Yeah, to the opposite corner, then it sweeps yeah. the other way. It's um, very unique. It's very cool. One of the skill shots is the pop bumpers. One is the shark flipper, and one is this life ramp or mm-hmm. life uh, life preserver ramp or whatever. Right. But it's all that same shot, and then a, a gate just opens as needed. I don't know. It's it's wild. Um, Hasselhoff does a bunch of the voice work. It's pretty cool that they were able to get that. Um, what else is left? Oh, I have a shaker motor. This is going to Baywatch here. Yeah, I got a shaker motor that was custom made by a guy on the forum. He was selling them. They were a little expensive, but he was selling them, and this was the last one. He was like, this is the last one I'm not making anymore. So oh, I wow. said, F it. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Um, shakers are, me and Chris, uh, has, have talked about this. Shaker motors add value to a game. Um, because if you play a game with a shaker, like if you go play a bunch of my games uh-huh. with shakers, uh-huh. they feel normal now. Right. When you go to someone's place or on route that doesn't have shakers, it feels weird now. Well, it's like playing a video game controller without rumblers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like I just I just played Medieval Manus and I forgot like all the shaking. Um it's normal now. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It adds a depth to the uh to the gameplay that you just don't expect and then you start taking for granted. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited to get that installed. And what else? I have a couple of those protectors. There's little they're called cliffies. They're little like thin steel protectors that this guy bends and makes custom for every game. And the only problem is I have to literally take apart the entire playfield on the top to get to where those two scoops are. And I'm assuming it'll take me part of a day. Right. But if this is going to go at uh, on route at a bar, like you kind of want to protect those scoops because it's going to get hundreds of plays. Right. It's not in my house anymore where it gets, you know, 20 a month. Right. Was that it? for Baywatch? I, I got that one ROM. I got a ROM. Uh, there's a guy at pinballcoding.com. I forgot. Where it has the updates. Yeah, he he handmade the the game. He fixed some scoring bugs and some modes and uh, balanced the game out a little bit. And so I got that ROM on the board now. Uh, I posted that picture to Twitter. It says like a special version or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else I have left for that. There, the, the diverter gate that does like, uh, is at the top that would, when you pick your different skill shots, closes or opens, I think is acting funny. So I, I need to check to make sure that, um, the coil that's running that is secured. I'm assuming that that's just kind of wonky. Okay. Cause if I pick a different skill shot where the ball should continue going past, 
it sometimes it feels like the gate's not open, so it bounces back. So I'm wondering if it's just not a wire could be falling off or something. Or it's one of the hacks that's up in the head. I gotta kind of, I just gotta re, you know, trace back from that gate coil back to the head where the board is. Makes sense because all the boards are refurb, so it shouldn't be that. Right. Right. Um, Joker poker that needs to get looked at. I haven't even touched it. Did we talk about your dragon? No, but there's nothing has happened with the dragon. I haven't had the opportunity to uh, figure out what. Or try to troubleshoot what the actual issue is, why it's not functioning. Yeah, uh, so it, you, you we replaced it. everything. It should be ready to go. Cleaned it all up. So, it, go ahead. well, the context is we it played at the guy's house. We brought it here yeah. to the office. It played. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that we needed to take the stock battery off and do some technical service bulletins, like some grounding mods and stuff, because it's a Gottlieb System One, and they don't. They weren't done. I looked. They're not done. It looks like it literally was made and put in someone's house. It's in really good shape. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of things we got to do, but it worked. And uh, I had brought you a bag of LEDs that I didn't use. They were like Comet, Sunlight, or something. They were right. They were decent LEDs. Yeah. And you had put them in, and then the game powered on. The displays all are zero, but then nothing else happens. Right. Um. And so we just need to go through and kind of poke and prod with a multimeter and do the grounding mods and just make sure that something didn't freak out. Right. Right. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I think so, too. Um, so I tell you what, uh, just a reminder, we have lots of uh, gaming news always going through on our facebook page all i have to do is search for flipping and mashing and you'll be able to find all the news that we're scrounging from the internet pulling on there as well as content that we're putting up there from our machines or us going to an event like when we went to ces and uh we post up those videos of the monsters and stuff like that that's all going to be on our facebook page uh you can find our other like twitter like our personal twitter accounts from uh, Podbean, just go ahead and search for Flippin' and Mashin' on Podbean, and then we have all of our links to anything available right there on our Podbean page. What else? We we, we should we should post our little tech work more often. We should, we should, because we, we do the work and then we don't take pictures. We or just talk about the scenes. It, like yeah, exactly. People would probably be interested in that to, I, to tell us what we're doing wrong. Exactly, <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> it's the rock screwdriver. You're supposed to use a hammer to fix that. (laughs) All right, that's it for this episode. You guys have an excellent week. Enjoy the snowstorm. (laughs) 